you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. <laughs> I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Same old, same old, baby. Okay. Hitting week four. <laughs> week four! <laughs> Um, same old, same old. <laughs> I do feel like last week went quickly mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they can really get in my stride here. <laughs> um, really figuring out this quarantine thing. <laughs> yeah, I am, baby. Queen of the quarantine. <laughs> um, like, I don't even know. Like, y'all know we just in the house. Hopefully y'all in the house, too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird, because, like, people are like, well, how are you in the house? <laughs> like, that's how I feel But now. it's like, how are you handling it? I have my days. Mm-hmm. I Last week was more good than bad. And even when it's a bad day, it's just more, I'm just more a little, a little bit more anxious. Mm-hmm. It's not like a terrible day. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really been limiting the amount of data I take in mm-hmm. and making sure it comes from confirmed sources. Yes. Because, yes. like, I'm not about to get me all angst over some I know, stuff I that's not even stuff. truthful. Yeah. I'm like, can I trust this or is this Photoshop? Like, same. <laughs> so, at this point, y'all, I'm strictly on the CDC. I can't do the other stuff. Mm-hmm. CDC and who? Mm-hmm. World Health Organization yeah. is where I try to get as much updates. And Governor Larry Hogan. I'm just <laughs> going to, conf- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I just feel like. It's too much. I've told some colleagues and friends, don't send me stuff. Mm-hmm. I understand you're trying to spread the knowledge, but, like, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I encourage anyone who feels like, look. Because for me, I take it in in doses. Mm-hmm. And on a, there are certain days where I don't look at anything at all. Yeah. And I don't want my day ruined by someone sending me some stupid article that may or may not even be true. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's just the usual, man. I mean, I'm grateful to be safe. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful to have a job. Mm-hmm. You know, my family, my family right now, we don't all have, we're all safe, ideally. None of us are exhibiting symptoms. symptoms yeah. So I'll deal with the the ebbs and flows of being in the house. I will say this, y'all. So I got an awning put up in my backyard, <laughs> right? And now I'm trying to figure out how to keep the birds out the fuck of the awning. Mm-hmm. I went outside today to put my chairs back in place, and I saw a little mm-hmm. twig in a corner. I'm like, damn, they already building a home. <laughs> oh, yeah. They said, oh, new real estate. So, first I was going to get the hose on them, <clears throat> but I didn't know if that was cruel, but, like, y'all ain't <laughs> about to be setting up camp. You're like, let me get this first twig out the way. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I bought a fake owl. <laughs> Um, cause that helps. Yeah. And for the longest, I wondered why is that owl on my neighbor's porch? Yeah. That's why. <laughs> so I bought a fake owl mm-hmm. and these little reflector thingies that help keep birds from nesting in your space. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come Thursday. So I'm <laughs> grateful cause I'm like, okay, so we're not going to do this. We're not about to be. I'm not about to be fighting birds. I'm not about to go outside and there's a whole bird family in the corner of my <laughs> awning. <eggs. laughs> I like, I literally, even today I saw one. I'm like, look at him, look at him. 
I can't do anything right now. I don't feel like going out there every day. I'm gonna just yeah. wait till I have this stuff. Yeah. But just trying to keep the birds <laughs> out of my living outdoor space. <laughs> I also bought a bird feeder to mm-hmm. put on the opposite end. So they can go over to there. To keep them to over eat. there. Right, right. So I'm even feed y'all to stay away <laughs> from my awning. Gotcha. Okay. Well, so that's, that's nice. exciting times yeah, yeah. for me. Okay. Um, my week has been pretty dry. Nothing exciting. They extended the 0% on Fed loans until uh, September 30th. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um... My loan provider canceled my auto pay. They said they're not doing monthly payments. Uh, so if we want to make a payment, it has to be manual um, until, you know, September 30th. Um, Just so. cancel it. Because here's the thing. Even when the corona ends, mm-hmm. we'll be in, we're already pretty much there. We'll be in a terrible recession. Mm-hmm. That will take time. So even mm-hmm. when this is done, people still ain't going to have the money to pay it. <laughs> Right. Like, just, just <laughs> let it go. Right. So. Let it go. Yeah. So, um, those were, like, the highlights of my week. <laughs> I mean, it's simple things. Right. Also, I thought, I think it's funny, WeTV, they keep having the cast from Love After Lockup give quarantine tips from them being locked up. That's right. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I, I, kinda, I don't know if I want to give advice. I just feel like, what is that? And they, like, talking about, like, um, buying stuff that lasts a long time. They be like, you got to do your push-ups and your burpees. Like, and then you relax, read a book. Like, they giving all these tips about dealing with quarantine because it's the thing, allegedly y'all. the same as being locked Yes and no, because, <laughs> first of all, y'all, y'all, we're in our homes. Right. Where our stuff is. Space. Not in a cell. You hopefully are not locked in with somebody you don't want to be That's with. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can eat what you want and not just what's served. <laughs> you can go out if you need to. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't go outside. We do have Wi-Fi. Although, can I tell y'all, the amount of jail TikTok videos I've seen Bruh. this week. I'm trying to figure out... For, for more, first of all, I'm like, y'all got some. Smart do they have Wi-Fi phones. in jail? Well, they do have the internet, but I feel like it's restricted. But they have like, Wi-Fi. I'm right. sure it has to be a computer. So that's my first thing. They got but data on their burners. Oh my, oh my god. gosh! I don't want to know. <laughs> but when I saw the shimmy clap challenge for oh some guys god. in jail, yes, I thought, and they were hyped to do it. They were. First of all. Why didn't none of them have a shirt on? That was my one thing. They was, like, look, they was trying to show off. You know they be on the dating websites for prisoners. I've been... <laughs> I... A guy has done that to me. <laughs> That's funny. Literally. Like, the conversation... It probably was like four messages in. Mm-hmm. Very light. Not really. And then he was like, you know, I really want to be honest. But... And this was a long paragraph about... I'm looking for the right woman to support him. Mm-hmm. He's incarcerated right now. Okay. And I was like, oh, man. Well, see, I haven't heard about them on normal dating apps. Only the dating websites legitimately for prisoners. Oh, no. It was on an app. <laughs> he probably yet. had a phone. <laughs> I didn't know they did that. Uh, it was on an app. <laughs> okay. It wasn't on, because I ain't on that. I don't, I'm not on no dating sites for prisoners now. <laughs> It was on, like, one of the regular, I think it was Tinder. That's hilarious. And I was like, 
Sir, so the pictures must have been before he was in jail. Because let's be clear, I wouldn't have swiped on someone. He just kept his account, you know. I just was like, wow. So safe to say I'm matched. But all the jailhouse TikToks, I'm like, what is going on in there? Like... I don't know. I don't know. Look, they be trying to create their own fun up in there. I'm sure they have to. And it's just more of like, we know phones aren't allowed, so it's kind of like, how like, am I seeing... And y'all showing y'all faces, like... Yes! So that's why I'm just like, how am I seeing so many? Right? So many. <laughs> Jailhouse TikToks. <laughs> and it's always guys. I don't see that for... Never! I have never, never seen... Never! Women, women in, in jail, jail doing online. Never. I think someone I follow mm-hmm. is in jail currently. Uh-huh. Guy or girl? Guy. Okay. Every now and then, like, I don't, don't remember how I know him. You know, like, you, like, mm-hmm. who knows why I followed him. Mm-hmm. But the other day, he posted something on the stories, and I was like, are you, is he in jail? Like, it just looked, it just looked jailish. <laughs> and I was like, I, I ain't gonna ask, because I don't know you like that. But I definitely, like, I would be like, are you incarcerated? Oh, now? my God. <laughs> Like, because this... <laughs> was <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. got off topic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah so that was pretty much my week I don't think not that I could think of anything else huge happened so uh anything in the media honestly guys <laughs> like I told you I don't be doing too too much news mm-hmm. and a lot of it is corona or corona adjacent right so, let's see. Non-coronal post. Katy Perry's pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. And they're having a girl. Him and her and Orlando Bloom. Nice. So, congrats. Happy news. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, condolences to Bill Withers. Mm-hmm. He passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, song, singer-songwriter. Yeah. Uh, not Corona related. Uh, oh, it's, it's slash TV, but I think the Kardashians kind of grasp the black world for a little bit. <laughs> I, I feel like just for a little bit, um, because of clips of, you know, the new season and this fight between... Mm-hmm. Courtney and Kim, and it got me because I watched it. I did too. Um, I'm like, hold on, hold on. How we get here? Because I just facts. Cause when I see that, I'm like, okay. They, well, from when we watched, they always they bickered. bickered yeah. But what I saw in them clips, because at first like, this escalated. The How first clip, here? it kind of seemed like they were like joking. Mm-hmm. But then as the clip kept going, I was like, wait, they're actually like legit. And then I'm like, I'm wondering, like, have we, had they been here before? Like, what? Then I they look like they were legit kind of, in their way, fighting each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I watched the episode. We both watched. What did mm-hmm. you think? Honestly. <laughs> I mean, okay, so the statement that started it, Kim did kind of come for them. Because, so, um, what's. Kylie had was supposed to be going to Paris for some show. Right. But she was sick and she felt like she couldn't go. Right. And right. so Kim was saying her and then she 
started to say Courtney and cut herself off and said, I mean Chloe. And she was like, uh, myself and Chloe, we would go. Because you don't care. Right. Like, that was it. She should have just. She said that her and Chloe would go no matter what, if they were sick, whatever, that their mother could always count on them. And that that was not true for the, for the rest of them. And but so... it was started like, they. The, I think the intent, she was talking to Kendall first. But when she said Courtney, it, Courtney cut herself off and said Chloe, Courtney was like, was like no. wait a minute, what? Like, I think clearly, because like, I haven't watched the show consistently, mm-hmm. but I remember one day last year I watched an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it was like, I was watching E and it came, well, you know, you just don't change the channel. Yeah. And I remember the episode because I remember them arguing again mm-hmm. because Kim kept saying like, Courtney never wants to work. She never wants to do anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm in my but mind. But when they had their clothing store, she was the main one running that ish. Because she wasn't traveling as much, they could count on her to be there on the day to day basis running the store. Well, I think this, I just think. Plus, and she got 50 little kids. I mean, Kim got a bunch of kids now. Too, I mean, so. Kim has more kids. <laughs> right. But Kim is doing what she wants to do, ultimately. Right. And Courtney should be able to do what she wants to do mm-hmm. without this constant, like, you're lazy, you don't want to do anything. Right. So, my whole thing is, I watched it, like, I get what Courtney is saying. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Courtney was annoying. Like, yeah. her constant complaining. I mean, yeah. girl... <laughs> At the end of both episodes, she said she wasn't recording. I was like, well, good, girl. Because yeah. honestly, even in the two episodes, I was like, if this is what you've been doing the past couple seasons, right. I if I was Kim or Chloe, I'd be like, all right, quit. Yeah, right? If but it's also, so stressful, like, stop. But also, like, Kylie has strep. And that this is why we're here. Like, don't be trying to make people travel and work while they no, sick. No, Chris, I'm, like, I, you better thank the brother in her life. Because the brother's like, Okay, let's <laughs> act like a mom. Right. Because she really was like, she what didn't are you going to do? You mean, got strapped, but you'll be okay. You can walk. I mean, like, this girl. Is, she's like, this is ridiculous. Another one to show up. I mean, and he's like, okay, so she's not coming. So how about you be a mom? <laughs> right. Because do- you, her sister just said she's going to the hospital. Right. So let's switch gears. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Because I'm sitting here like, so when do we just... Be concerned about our daughter who and has strap, yeah. who is so bad having to go to the hospital. Like when, yeah. when, when, when does that go? turn on yeah. for me? I was like, Chris, <laughs> I see why they be saying stuff about you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. y'all, I thought that was an interesting episode. In this quarantine life, I gotta be honest, I may continue to watch. <laughs> I'm looking for all the shows right now. I, I, I also I, I binged because I think the finale comes on this way this week. Um, couples boot camp or marriage boot camp. What a um, tragedy! With all the hip hop celebrities. Wasn't that a crazy? I've watched it. Yeah, that mess was it's, a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> a mess. Um, and like Jocelyn is going through other stuff at the same time and all that other stuff. So, but I was like, the finale is this week. Why not watch it all? So I watched all of the episodes yesterday, and I was like. I watched the finale this week. That's what I'm saying. I'm in a place now where I'm watching a little bit more. And shows have turned, like, gone off. So, like, um, A Million Little Things ended. This Is Us ended. So, it's like, I need... Replacements. (laughs) Right. Plus a little extra because you're in the house. So, like, I'm like, well, now I just feel like I'm watching anything. I do have a few things on my list to start because I'm like, let's try it. (laughs) Right. I ain't got nothing to do. And I think some shows are, like, about to start 
and like even new stuff is about to come on Netflix, but not until like the seventeenth of April or something. So we like we got a little bit of time until new stuff starts. But the thing is, is depending on how this plan out, yeah, we're gonna be in a hole. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, Housewives of Atlanta. So now we're just talking, y'all. We're kind of like slightly in TV. Yeah, there wasn't. Bravo moment, real quick. Wasn't new episode. Ain't nothing to talk about. Right. But what I will say is, Candy spoke on a live, basically saying that they were. It looks like it's gonna be some sort of virtual reunion. Ugh. I was like, now how the heck? That's not as dramatic. It's not. Ew. And I'm I'm assuming it'll be in the same process of Andy, Andy Cohen, who has healed. From the Rona, because mm-hmm. he had it. Mm-hmm. Um, he does his little night show, Watch What's Happened Live. He's been doing that virtually. Right. So, basically, a fancy Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well... Which I feel like all of the late night shows have figured out recently. A way to they do took that. a break, and then they all... They strategized. Jesus and right. is back. All of them came back. Right. They all... They needed a moment and figured out how to make it work. Yeah. Which I think is cool that they're... Making it work under the circumstances. Yeah, because we need something to watch. Because like, we need some, <laughs> some sort of new content. Right. But. And y'all know we here, so, like. It's interesting because I'm just like, it definitely throws it off because the physical interaction of them, yeah. like. Ain't nobody going to jump up and fight nobody. I mean, like, it's just a different thing. Yeah. I'm just, like, wondering how that would pan out. I do think it'd be funny if it was, like, a Zoom where Andy could, like, mute people. Because mm. sometimes I do get annoyed when they cut each That's other off. True. So, he could just invoke that power sometimes ah. and be like, I've muted her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you I can't You know how lie. mad they would get to? <laughs> I, I know, but... When, and you can't hear them, they just yelling, like... I'm sorry, but I really would appreciate that. Because sometimes <laughs> they really do. I'm like, yeah, enough. They take it too far. And it's like, can we move on? Like, Even for, like, some of the housewives, like, um... And I don't typically give Bravo moments about Beverly Hills, but I might because the black lady on it um fancy from Mm -hmm. jamie fox i I, I don't know why i can't think of her real name right now sorry she's on there so maybe i'll get a bravo update because she on there (laughs) and i'm curious because i watch beverly hills but Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm hoping that with this being her being on the show that we don't have a race issue Um. every time if you can tell for housewives there's never been an integrated cast Mm -hmm. they're either they all, you know what I mean? The only, the only, I was about to say, Potomac not integrated? Mm-mm. Oh. They're all black. And oh. Atlanta is all black. I don't know why I thought it And you had Kim people. for a couple of seasons in Atlanta. Yeah. But even her last time when she came back, it became a race thing. Yeah. So, and that's, I don't. Because in the beginning, she thought she was down with the brand. Right. And then when she's, you know, hey, things, <laughs> you know. And so the thing I'm saying is not saying that it can't be integrated because it can. Because yeah. that is real life. Yeah. But I don't know if this type of show. I hate to be like, it's probably better to keep it separate mm-hmm. because I hate stuff like this because it takes over the whole thing. Yeah. Then I can't watch it because it I'm irritated. Yeah. I don't like them no more. Like, mm-hmm. basically, I guess ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Because they, they probably are racist, but at least I don't know it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you hate yeah. when you be like, dang. Like, why it. you had to do, now I can't. Watch you no more. Like, or hobby, support you no more. Like, like Hobby, hobby Lobby. Lobby. Y'all yeah. love Hobby Lobby. <laughs> you had the app on your phone. Had to delete it. And I can't be in Hobby Lobby no more. For context, she deleted Hobby Lobby because they fired all their employees via email. They're um, not providing any sort of financial support. Right, no severance. No pay. severance. Kind of to elude it. Because Hobby Lobby is... Um, a Christian, a faith-based yeah. Christian they store of crafts. 
Um, cause even, and it took me a minute to realize that, but every time I went in there, I was always humming the, like, gospel music, and I was thinking, <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> and basically, even in the email, kind of alluded to, like, God got it's you God, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like, this is supposed to happen for a reason. It's like, no. <laughs> That's not how you handle it. That's not how you handle it. Don't Especially put God. Especially when this is done, you're going to be begging for employee, people to apply. You know what I'm saying? Not only is that inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But even as you claim to be a faith-based mm-hmm. corporation, to even try to like put God in, like like this is this is supposed to be your trial, like right. dare us not getting away. Now right. you know that's damn wrong. Because at least I know Macy's, Coles, and I think like Old Navy, the whole Gap Corporation, they um they furloughed everybody. Well, mostly everybody. Um, so that at least when this is over, those people still have jobs. Um, now it is still going to be a hard time for them, but, um, they did make sure to let everybody know, like, you still have your job. It's just that right right now we can't afford to pay y'all to do nothing. I have to say this though. Don't let money people tell you, Mm -hmm. because the thing is like, we've been two, three weeks Mm -hmm. and these corporations supposedly don't have the money to, you know, pay for people mm-hmm. cheesecake factors like look y'all we ain't paying none of these rents mm-hmm. if they ain't got it don't you dare let no broke monkey on twitter <laughs> tell you if you had it all together the rona wouldn't impact you because right. you know financial twitter is acting out right yeah now. and everybody's industry is different i just wish very people much would so. understand that like very much so and, and like if you're, people was even coming for like freelancers and contract workers like oh that's why i would never be a contractor like come i just i don't like people ignorance <laughs> right because it's like sometimes a contractor is your way to becoming a full-timer sometimes sometimes there are benefits to being a freelancer or a contractor like Ignorance. So just ignorance. And then just like ignorance. like we, the government shut down last year, so you could have been a full time government employee and still had gone weeks without pay. So like don't ignorance. <laughs> don't That's do all that. It is. Yeah. So ignorance. But anyway, I don't know what we're talking about. Um, do you have anything else for T V before I get into Married at First Sight? No, I know how to get away with murders back. Yes, I'm kind of off it, but I'm like, let's finish. It's the last six. It's episodes. the only last six episodes. Yeah, yeah, but I'm definitely they definitely stretched this out, and mm-hmm. it took too long. <laughs> but I'm gonna finish it. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah, um, married at first sight. So this week they did the little couples retreat thing. Um, so we are like I uh, imagined last week. We are no longer following the couple that have called it quits. They mm-hmm. are no longer on the show. No mm-hmm. need to um, continue to follow them. So they're gone. So we're down to following four couples. Thank you, Jesus, because I couldn't keep up. Um, now the couples retreat though did not go too well for three of the couples. Um, so. Jacqueline Hyde, I, I had to remember what we called them, Michael and Mika. Michael, he wasn't really talkative on the way to the retreat because, like, you know they're in D.C., but they it look, seemed like they went out to some countryside in Virginia. That's mm, where it looked like they for went. For sure. Because um, it was a cabin. It was a real big house, cabin, whatever. Uh, he wasn't really talkative the whole way up to the cabin, but when they got there he immediately like ducked off and went with Brandon which is the other black um guy on the show 
Um, and they have bonded this whole time, but they kind of always separate themselves. Because the point of the couples retreat is for all the couples to get together. But them two, they never spent time with everyone. They immediately, like, got there and went outside and was drinking Hennessy. Like, they went off and did their thing. Um, similarly, Brandon, he was, our, before they even left for the couples retreat, he was upset with his wife, um, Taylor, because this Brandon is the one who doesn't like being filmed. Taylor, the night before the retreat, she he asked her to drop him off in D.C., so I'm guessing they don't live in D.C. proper. Um, and she was like, well, if I'm going to D.C. to drop you off, I'm going to go hang out with friends because she had friends in town. So she dropped him off at work and then hung out with friends, but she ended up falling asleep in her friend's hotel room um, until 3 a.m. in the morning. Um, and then, like, texted him in the morning, like, oh, I just woke up, but I'll be home soon. Sorry, my bad. Like, and he, so he was upset about that, but he, for some reason, was like, I'll just talk to her about it at the retreat. Instead of talking to her about it when they were one-on-one, he just was like, I'll talk to her about it later. So, like, the whole ride to the retreat, he's like, I'm gonna go to sleep. Like, and he was obviously pissed, but he didn't want to talk about it. Why so. I mean, I don't understand. What was the point of waiting for the retreat? I don't know. Um, so, like I said, because I'm, I'm intermingling them for a reason. So, when Brandon and uh, Michael got there, they went outside, hung out, drank Hennessy. They did not intermingle with anyone else the entire time. The next morning, everyone knew Brandon because he works for some beer company. And so, it was a festival in D.C. that he had to go back and work. Everyone knew Brandon had to leave to go to work. Michael walks out in the kitchen because him and his wife did not sleep in the same room. He walks out in the kitchen like, oh, I got to go get flowers for my uncle's funeral. Now, his wife knew that his uncle passed, but she did not know that he had to go do anything that day or that he even was leaving the retreat until he walked out and did told everybody. Did he go everybody, to the beer festival? Boom. You already, you already picked up on what happened. Yes. But, and so he was making it seem like she was not being sympathetic to the fact that he was grieving and that he had to do stuff. Because this had nothing to do with the uncle. But he lied. He lied the whole time until he got back. So I'm kind of fast-forwarding. But so, yeah, he left. He said he had to get... Um, Flower, he had to pick out flowers for his uncle's funeral. He was making Mika look bad, like she was not being sympathetic to him losing a family member or whatever. So he leaves, and then when they get back, Brandon did not come back because he had a fight with his wife, Rayla. But when he comes back, she asks, like, how'd everything go? Did you get to spend time with your family? Like, she's trying to ask him, you know, how things went. And then it, like, slowly but surely, like, you have to ask him five times to get a little bit of the truth out of him. It comes out that he never went to see family. He never went to pick out flowers. He went with Brandon to the festival and then came back to the retreat. So it's like you even using your uncle's death now. Like, Mm -hmm. come on, sir, to Mm -hmm. lie instead of just saying, look, I don't really want to be here at this retreat. Brandon got to work at this beer festival. Let me go kick it with him for the day. Like, just if you're going to do that, even though I don't agree with doing that, be honest. And so he, like, the truth is coming out in front of the other couples. And she's like, see, y'all, this is what I've been saying. You have to ask him something multiple times. And so it sounds like I'm talking to him like a child. But I know that he's not telling the truth until I continually ask him. And a little bit more of the truth comes out. And so um, that's pretty much how the episode ended. But, so, yeah, the retreat did not really go well. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't keep dating this dude. He has issues. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not going to keep... 
we would have the marriage is done. Like yeah. it would be such an easy answer. And if you ask me why, it's because he's a liar. <laughs> right. Right. So it's only like two episodes left because it's, it's like a week and a half away from decision day at this point. Um, I think they'll break it up into two parts, but the retreat was pretty much sucky. <laughs> like it just was a bunch of bickering and fighting, and uh, it wasn't a very much of a retreat at all. But um, so yeah, that was that. Um, so we had a question of the week. Yeah, I wasn't really feeling it. Um, if you could ask anyone one question and be guaranteed complete honesty, what would you ask? Mm-hmm. Um, Thumbelina said, did you really love me? I think that's a wonderful question. I'm going to ask someone. Actually, they're listening to it. Mm-hmm. So give me an answer because I know you, you're listening right mm-hmm. now. So you would ask the same question. No, I have another one, but like, that's uh, a good one. Okay. So let's okay. just answer, you know, text me. <laughs> So what would you ask? <laughs> um, I would ask the Lord this question. I'm being honest. Is that don't count? No, it counts. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I would ask God if I'm actually going to have children. The reason I chuckled is because you know you be get like you will get an answer that's a sign. And it won't just be... So, are you saying that you want to actually... I want the Lord. I want the Lord to say... Do you want to, to hear the answer? Okay. I don't know why I think the Lord sounds like that. <laughs> but I want to say, Lord... I don't want no sign. I want that. You I'm said, about to say, because he can speak through people like... No, 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 no. So, I'm just like, I feel no, like... No, no, no. I the question like said, guaranteed answer. I want a verbal answer. I'm about to say, you can be guaranteed the answer, but you know God is sending answers And I want the Lord to people. say... Shanae, like, you're gonna have, you know, yes, no, this is what's gonna happen, and then I go, okay. <laughs> so yeah, that not count. No, it counts. Okay. I just feel like you might not get the answer as I want a verbal know. answer. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like you would be freaked out. Like, wait a minute. What? Sure, I would, but I would get an answer. <laughs> That's true. That's I true. probably would check myself in the ward, <laughs> but I would get an answer. I wonder if that would deter <laughs> you getting it then because you checking yourself in a ward. No, because he was he would say the answer, but then I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I want to get checked out. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Um, I don't know what I would ask. I feel like I would do the same thing as, um, I was about to say Glenda, Thumbelina. Um, asked. I'll probably do the same question. Yeah. Why are you making that face? I was about to say something, but... Say it. Moving on. Say it. Because I think you're thinking I would ask a person that I don't need to ask that question. Well, no, because that's clear. Okay. <laughs> so then what was you about to say? Well, well I know that. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I was thinking like, we'll, I'll tell you who I was thinking okay. later. Okay. That's fine. Uh, off mic. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to offline that. <laughs> so going back to the agenda. <laughs> All right. So today, something that we've been talking about and that I've been, I feel like working on all my life is how to build confidence or boost your confidence. 
So I found some articles um, with some actions and or and or and or some practices that you can. I have hair in my face that you can um, put in place to help build and or boost your self confidence. So um, number one is to visualize yourself as you would like to be. Um, don't wait until you are the image of self that you always desire to be, but instead visualize yourself as that now. Um, and so practice that while staring at yourself in the mirror. I feel like that wouldn't work for me. <laughs> Why? I just, I don't think that would work. Because like I'm looking at, that's not, I don't see it. But it could work for some people. But maybe you practice. Like, maybe maybe the first few times it feels silly. Maybe. I say that just because, like, you know, when I was in therapy and my therapist was like, let's do affirmations. I thought that crap was stupid. I'm that's sure that's on list. here. <laughs> that's and like... I thought it was stupid for a long time. Mm-hmm. And she was like, even if you feel it's stupid, do me a solid. Just do it. And then eventually mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I get it. So that's why I was saying maybe... For something like that, the first few rounds, the first couple times, it'll feel foolish. Because I felt foolish doing affirmations. I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like an idiot. But with time, mm-hmm. I saw it and I, I reaped the benefit. So, you know, would you try it? Sure. Yeah. I challenge you. Mm, I don't do good with challenges. Why not? Chal- I'm not a competitive person. so It's not competitive. It's- I know, but what I'm telling you, when someone says, I challenge you to do something, it just makes me do the opposite. So, you're just, yeah. <laughs> That's just how I am. That seems childish. Maybe I'm a childish person, but I just don't do well with people, like, challenge. Yeah, no. Not, that don't work for me. So do I? Do I say I challenge you not to, and no. then you do it? <laughs> no, because I know what you want. Like, no. Well, I was just gonna say you should try it, but <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want to do. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm done. I mean, I don't know. Like, do what you do, girl. <laughs> Next is to affirm yourself. So that's something that you just spoke up. Affirmations do work for me. I love affirmations, um, but they do work for me when I practice them more regularly, and it's like. I feel like sometimes I can get in the groove, be reading them all the time, and then, like, one day I'll be rushing and, like, forget to do them in the morning. And then I'll realize it's been two weeks since I've read them hoes. Um, so, when I do have it in practice, they do work a lot for me. I do think affirmations have worked, like mm-hmm. I said, but it took me a minute. So, I feel like if you try affirmations and you feel, like, foolish, mm-hmm. um, keep going just for a little bit. Because mm-hmm. they may not work for you, but yeah. I know for me, like, there was a period of time I was like, these are so stupid. But mm-hmm. I just, I was like, let's just do it. Yeah. And eventually things would happen, and that affirmation would pop up to cure it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so it does stick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had that type of realization where I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so, and I wasn't... And also personalizing them, like... Yeah, don't make them general. Make them for exactly what's troubling you or exactly going on in your life. I have, like, a note, notes on my phone that have them. Me too. And I change them and update them as need be. Mm -hmm. Like, even before the quarantine, I was doing them, and I kind of stopped since I've been in the house. But then I realized, um, keep your same routine. Yeah. And so now I do them again. Mm -hmm. And when I feel like one isn't hitting right, you go back and, like, Edit it to make it hit right. Or maybe you don't say that one right now because that's not the thing for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, if you're like a Sydney, do what you do. Um, If you accept a challenge, I encourage you to try it out. I don't know. I don't even know what to say now. I don't... (laughs) 
I'm just like, oh, I'm not saying that that challenging does not work for other people. <laughs> um, next is do one thing that scares you every day. Um, because that's the best way every to day. That's what I was going to say. So I would edit this and I wouldn't necessarily say every day. Cause I think that's a little too much. And it also depends on like, I guess it depends on how you want to build your confidence. But I feel like once a week, once a month may be a better starting place. I think every day is a lot. I don't even got time to be doing something that's scaring me every day. Like, when? How? Where? Like When do I get peace? <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> right. Sometimes I don't want to be scared. I'm dead. Um. Or, because, like, for example, if, like, you're, if it's your self-image in your body, you may wear something that you wouldn't wear normally. Nobody's doing that every day. You don't got the wardrobe for that. Okay. So I would say maybe for that once a month or... Like, if you, it just depends, but or like I think the next time day, you go out, you like, right. I think every day is a little different. too much, though, um, <laughs> to do something that scares you. Um, next is to question your inner critic. Um, so every time that a harsh com- comment about yourself comes up, even if it's in a joke, question it. Maybe not out, out loud, but inside of yourself, question the voice that's in your head. And ask yourself why you tell yourself those things. I think that's a good practice. I'd actually do that on the regular mm-hmm. now. If I say something, not really in a joke form, because I don't, I don't feel like I don't really do deprecating jokes like that. I do them all the time. Um, but when I have a critical thought, I will talk myself out of it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times with me personally, let's say something happens or I make a mistake or I feel whatever in this moment. Mm-hmm. My problem is. I'll build upon it. I'll yes. start just saying anything. Dang. And it doesn't even matter. And yeah. so for me, when I talk myself out of it, one thing I've learned is focus on the what is. Mm-hmm. Um, not the what should or what what exactly happening in this moment. So in this mm-hmm. moment, you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You're irritated because you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You're not a mistake. Right. You don't make countless mistakes. <laughs> you made a mistake in this moment. Right. So I do that when I'm like extra critical of myself. Like focus on what is bothering me to bring on that criticism mm-hmm. and to stay focused there not, like, make it go out. Right. Because that's what I typically do. And then I'm like, you're terrible. You don't do this right. You don't do that right. Like, I'm right. just like, okay, girl. Like, <laughs> you're going too far. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm definitely the same. Um, next is, and again, I don't know if I agree with all of these, but the take the 100 days of rejection challenge. Um, and so it's a challenge that helps with busting fear by purposefully making crazy requests of people in order to be rejected over a hundred day period. So you're asking people every day for three months in a week to do something that you know they're going to say no to so you can get used to taking rejection. I don't like this. (laughs) I don't really feel like that works because you know they're going to say no. Right. And, I mean, I would love to know the, like, science behind yeah, this. Yeah, some Jia Zhang, uh, is... Can you stop that? <laughs> That's their name! I, I know, but I ain't like the way you said I just didn't like that. I ain't like the way you said it. How was I supposed to say it? I don't know. But, honestly, y'all, between the way the way she said it and her body, like, y'all can't see it. I just, like, don't... No. Nope, I won't accept that. Um, I feel like... That doesn't feel like that... Like I said, I don't... We curious about science, <laughs> just because 
if you're making outrageous claims and you know they're going to say no, mm-hmm. how does that help you in a moment for real? Because you know they're going to say no. So it's like, if you know it's coming, it doesn't... He claims... I I don't know if Zhang is a man or a woman. So the person, they claim that it helps desensitize you. Um, and so that you won't be as upset over rejection in the future. But again, like you said, I just don't... I don't know. I mean, it, it, it could work. If so, I tell Sinead, go do a cartwheel, and she say no, it's like, I knew he was going to say no. Like, I was, I'm not... F you, yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> You've been telling me you're going to do a cartwheel since, like, middle school. And I will when I feel like it. <laughs> That's something I don't want to be challenged on. So how about that? How about that? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't... If this... If, I'm not going to say don't try it, but I'm going to say it wouldn't work for me. And I don't understand how it will work for anybody. But if you think, if dealing with rejection is something that you struggle with, maybe read more into this challenge and understand it. I don't, I don't think I have a, I mean, I feel like I have a normal thing with rejection, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. That's not a huge pain point. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm like trying to think like, (laughs) I feel like a lot of people are fearful of rejection. Right. Don't I, get me wrong. That's what I was saying. Like the that's why I say I hate to be like normal, but I guess your standard yeah. level of who wants to be rejected. Right. I feel like I have that. I yeah. don't feel like it's severe. Yeah. But because I was about to say, I, I, I don't think for uh, the mass amount of people that fear rejection, I don't know if it challenges their self confidence. Right. I, I, I can see how it can for many people. Don't get me wrong. I can see how it can, but I just don't know how this would help it. Um, I think there is... Because I feel like if it's a self-confidence about who you are, like a dating thing, right? then the thing is like, we'll keep asking people out. And then right. maybe that'll just dis- desensitize dis- right. Because I feel like desensitized from being rejected from others that may want to date you is, like you said... Ask a hundred people out. Right. And if they say no, keep rolling and keep asking and ask people. someone else. Right. That, that to me makes more sense. Yes. <laughs> not doing, just not asking stuff. people stuff that you know they're not going to do. Like, right. Because if I you agree. ask a hundred people out, you don't, I mean, 90 of them could say yes. You don't know, but you're taking on that fear. To just do it. And right. just, right. whatever the answer is, get used to it and know that if it's a yes, cool. If it's a no, cool. Right. And it doesn't reflect on you. Exactly. Because like you, just, yes, what you said, because I don't think it sh- rejection or exception should not be a reflection of you. Ooh, that kind of hit. Yeah, it did. <laughs> But like you, like, it's not just rejection. Neither one should be a reflection of how good of a person you are or how it doesn't decrease or increase your worth right um as a human exactly you know so it's like if you ask someone out if that's an area of you know angst for you and you ask someone out and she or he says yes okay Mm -hmm. right right and you go out and whatever right if you ask he or she out or however they identify Mm -hmm. um and they say no that doesn't mean you're not dateable. Right. Right. It doesn't mean anything. And if someone says yes, that doesn't mean, wow, you're special. It just means that person was interested and this one is not. And it's true. It don't even mean a date on one. That, that is true. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that person has some intrigue and this person doesn't. Yeah. You as a person 
are still a you know viable you still deserve love or whatever it is you know what i'm saying like yeah so i feel like let's change this challenge to to the one that we just made up we the scientists now (laughs) i mean if you're gonna do that do it for in the area that it makes you uncomfortable yeah not just random so this in your love life whatever Mm -hmm. if it's on the job Yes. Do they'll do that hundred days on the job or yeah. do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way that I think it would be more viable than I just agree. going. Hey, hey, Sydney, buy an elephant. It's like <laughs> no, I no. You know what I mean? Like that's dumb to me. <laughs> like it's just dumb. Right. So yeah, I, I like how we changed that one. Um, next is to set yourself up to win. Too many people are discouraged about their abilities because they set themselves up for goals that are too difficult to achieve. So they're just saying set smaller goals so that you can feel like you're winning more often and then still making progress towards achieving the big goal. I feel like that's just a good goal-setting practice. I think that's just always good. Yeah. People, especially like, if you like me and I'm a checklist person, Mm -hmm. probably a little bit too much. I'm getting (laughs) a little bit better. But I enjoy checking stuff off, crossing stuff off. Me too. So, um, I can understand that. Yeah. And if you beat yourself up, man, this is something I do do. Sometimes I can be critical when I don't accomplish something in a timeline, mm. in a certain aspect, which is why the smaller goals come in hand. Yeah. Because even if I don't do all of it, I feel like I've done something. Yeah. Where I feel, then I am not as critical of myself. Yeah, same. And then, like, I know for me, especially, shoot, on this weight loss journey, I made smaller goals for myself because sometimes when you reach, let's say, 50% of the smaller goals, you may realize, I don't even need the 100% goal. I'm happy right here. Right. And so I think definitely those small, small goals, smaller goals, especially depending on what you're going after, can help you get to what you wanted regardless of what the overall goal is. So. Um, next is to help someone else. Um, it helps you forget about yourself and be more grateful for what you already have. Um, and that will reflect in your confidence um, in the process. I feel like that can be temperamental. Like, helping someone else, yes, will make you grateful. But I don't know if it makes me confident. Maybe confident in your ability to help someone else? Yeah. Confident in my skill set, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, okay. I can see it there. But, okay. Um, Next is to care for yourself. Self-confidence depends on a combination of good physical health, emotional health, and social health. It is hard to feel good about yourself if you hate your physique or constantly have low energy. Um, So they're just saying take care of yourself to the best of your ability. Uh. Right on. (laughs) Right? I think that's... Yeah. I think that's fair. Mm. I think... If anything in this Rona and quarantine moment, if you don't have a self-care, and I don't just mean drinking wine. um, (laughs) Or bubble bath. Right, or bubble bath. (laughs) If you don't have that, this is a good time to explore about what helps you to feel better. Mm -hmm. And like I said, not just like wine and stuff, like Mm -hmm. mentally and emotionally. Yeah. um, What is is helpful. Yeah. And it is a good time to, like, explore some new practices like meditation or things like that that in your normal schedule you don't have time for. But if you get in the practice of it now, whenever we get back to normal, you may try to carve out time for it because you see how helpful it's been. Agreed. So, um, yeah, I definitely think self-care practices help 
and overall confidence of self. Um, next is create personal boundaries. Learn to say no. Teach others to respect your personal boundaries and if necessary, take classes on how to be more assertive and learn to ask for what you want. Shanae has hosted a class. <laughs> Yo, and we talked about this. I said I was going to because we couldn't find the notes. We've been trying to look. I took so a I picture so of we it, can do an episode of I might giving, have to look on like an old phone or something. Because basically we talked about her, this, where she was going to find the notes yeah. so that I can expand upon <laughs> it and we could do like an episode yeah. um, on my Find Your Balls class. Because <laughs> right. that was a write-on class. Yes. But I don't remember what I said. Yeah. Uh, maybe we need to ask Kelsey. She might have taken the picture, too. Maybe I'll... Yeah, we'll have to ask. Because I'm just like... That was a great lesson. Mm-hmm. I had, like, bullet points and action <laughs> items. Like, yes. it was a whole thing. <laughs> and um, I feel like you... It helped a little. So yeah. that's why I'm like... I would love to do... Find your balls. <laughs> the key steps yes. to being assertive. Yes. That's what it is. Because I will agree. Being assertive, like, does help you be more confident in yourself and not ever feel like you always have to do things because people just ask you to. Like, you can say no. You have the power to say no. You have the power to control, you know, how busy or how non-busy you are. You have the power to control, um, you know, what you accept from others and what you expect from others. And Matt, my friends, ha, 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 is self-care. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. Okay? Yeah. That's, that's... Mm-hmm. Some self-care. Yeah. A part of taking care of yourself, especially mentally and emotionally, mm-hmm. is having, being comfortable being assertive in the, in the respect of this is who I am mm-hmm. and this is, and I love who I am and whether or not you're going to respect it, mm-hmm. you know, that's when the boundaries come in play. Yeah. This is, this is how I'm going to live my life. Right. This is what works for me. That mm-hmm. is self-care. Yeah. That's putting yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, being assertive, because I think people, people confuse assertive with aggression because yeah. they're not the same. At all. Um, you can be aggressively assertive, but they're not the same. Mm-hmm. And so standing up for yourself isn't being mean. Right. Um, you're not being not so selfish. nasty and so rude. It's not selfish. Right. Um, and don't let nobody um, gaslight you or make you think you are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taking care of yourself. Being mm-hmm. able to say, this is okay for me. Mm-hmm. This is uncomfortable for me. So I'm not going to put myself in that situation. Or I'm not going to allow you to, to bring me in that situation. Mm-hmm. That is essentially, that is taking care of yourself. Yeah. That is the self-care work that I think we all should be doing. Mm-hmm. And and now we can see that it correlates with your confidence, mm-hmm. which yeah. I never really thought about that way. Yeah, I definitely have. I don't, it's weird because, like, I have my issues, but I've kind of always been assertive. Yeah. So that's just one area that hasn't been an issue for me. I feel like assertiveness in a relationship is mm-hmm. where I've grown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, guys, I could be a little passive in a relationship yeah. not anymore <laughs> but it definitely was a time yes. where I was too passive Yeah, yeah. she's not that anymore <laughs> um, and then the last one on this list is shift to a, an equality mentality people with low self confidence see others as be- better or more deserving than themselves instead of carrying this perception 
see yourself as being equal to everyone else and everyone is as deserving as you are. I, I agree with that. Um, I think it's easy, especially when you don't really know the people you comparing yourself to. Like, you don't know that backstory. Right, you don't know nothing about them. So it's easy to, like, just compare yourself with them and be like, oh, they deserve it more, or, oh, they are more worthy. When it's like, you don't know nothing about them, and they may be less deserving. But, so I like <laughs> having the mentality that, like, we are all deserving of just as much love, as much care, as much, you know, whatever, as, you know, anyone else, as you are. So I like that perspective. I, I, I agree, but I also know that like sometimes when you do the comparison, mm-hmm. um, there's typically, i found in my own when I've done it, there's always something. There's something specifically. Oh, yeah. That's, so along with that, mm-hmm. I, people, you should, you should think about what is it specifically mm-hmm. that you're comparing yourself to? Mm-hmm. And then, for example, if it's, I'm trying to find like an example for example, like traveling, right? Mm-hmm. You see someone online, they're always traveling, you're like, man, why don't I don't get to do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of doing that, you start off with like, they have the opportunity to travel and so do I, right? Making mm-hmm. it equal, they're deserving, I'm deserving. Mm-hmm. But then it's, if this is something I desire, what are things that I can do to make it, so to make it happen for myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like that's helpful too. Like take control over it, yeah. over it. Yeah. You don't have to stew in it. If there's something you're seeing in someone, um, they're not any better than you, right? Mm-hmm. So go back to what Sydney just said of they're not any better. Mm-hmm. Life and seasons ebb and flow for everyone, frankly. Absolutely. But then it's, is there something that I can do if I admire that, if I like that, or I think that's desirable? Mm-hmm. Are there things I can do to put myself in a place and not to be at their level or to right. be better than them. But I'm realizing that this is something that I desire on my own. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just another way to like, like double that. down on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's not on this list, but I know another practice that I've put in place is like to try to take note of the days or the moments that you feel confident and try to create those more often. So, like, I know for me, I feel like I look better when, like, I got a pop and twist out, I got earrings on, and maybe some lipstick. So, like, I challenge myself for a month to wear earrings every day. So, you can challenge yourself. Yes. The plot thickens. <laughs> it's So, be on sidetrack real quick. For me, it's like, I don't, it's a thing of, like, I like to make decisions on my own. And so, it's like, if I'll feel like something would be good to challenge myself on, then yes, I can do it. But when other people challenge me, it's just like, mm, that might not really be my ministry, so it don't really work for me. But, so, um, so yeah, so for example, I, like, challenged myself to wear earrings every day for, like, a month. I think I messed up for, like, three days, but two of the days were Sundays, and I only came here. Like, and so... Then wear your earrings for me. <laughs> I actually meant to put earrings on today. You don't have no right now. I forgot. I meant to dress for me. So what we in quarantine? My look at the boom blading blouse. All three of my holes got the earrings in it. Nah. (laughs) Cause actually, cause I talked to my therapist about that. She was like, "We have to do this differently." Cause she's like, "I'm not expecting you to get dressed every day." I said, "Thank you," cause I'm putting on sweatpants. You can put them. You can get your little stud earring. (laughs) I got some right here. Clean and fresh. I ain't even worn yet. 
we're gonna give you some put that stud in so like that was like the first challenge the next challenge was like to not wear jeans every day because i literally wear jeans to work every day but some days i do get tired of just wearing jeans so like i switched it to like leggings or a dress one to two days a week so like things that you realize make you feel like you look better and so like not sticking with your normal routine try to make them a part of your routine more often because then you create that confidence for yourself you create those moments more often um and they will happen like circumstantially but you make yourself feel more confident when you take control of it in that way so i think that's another good way to go about it okay you have any other ways that you've Try. Um. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I do know one thing. I Lily were talking about earlier. The one thing that they talked about the risk. Mm-hmm. I do want to do that more. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a risk taker anyway. <laughs> so um, you know, it's just not in my makeup. I'm mm-hmm. I'm someone who likes routine. I like structure. Like. Like I said, I have a type A personality. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that even chose my career, frankly. <laughs> right. Um, which is why I'm good at my job because, like, that is literally who I am. Right. But because of that, you know, I'm a, a meeting planner. Mm-hmm. I'm type A. I'm controlling. Risks are not in that makeup, period. Right. Um. So one thing that I do want to do more of, and I told Sydney, of, Sydney when we get out, like we on jail. When we, I mean, you know, according to We TV, with things when this passes and hopefully as soon as possible, and <laughs> life resumes as what we consider to be normal. Right. I want to really try to take risk. Not every day because that is unrealistic <laughs> I just to don't me. Think that's but maybe weekly in small ways yeah. to take risk and to put myself out there more. And that's not necessarily like relationship wise but I think um as extroverted as I am Mm -hmm. I'm still very introverted at times Mm -hmm. very quiet and I could be reserved and I could be in my head a lot and which avoids me taking risks Mm -hmm. because I'm always questioning or doubting so I want to get out of that because I just feel like for me it's heavy to be in that space all the time yeah um I'm better at it but when I was really in the thick of therapy, it's also exhausting. Talking yourself out of it or down all the time. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize how much life could feel a little bit lighter mm-hmm. if I wasn't so much in my head, if I wasn't so critical of myself and everything I'm doing. Y'all know I'm also a perfectionist. It doesn't go away. I just You just learn how to deal with it better. Right. All that to say, y'all had issues. <laughs> I mean, I still got them, but... You know, so I just feel like for me, I don't have anything new, but after just going through the one thing I even mentioned earlier was the risk. Yeah. I want to try to take more risk, um, kind of get out of my own way, mm-hmm. step out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and see what that brings. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I agree. If y'all have any other ways that you think are good tips to build self-confidence, I mean, we are, you know, we're going through this process ourselves, so we are happy to tips. Um, as well. Or, just the tip. Huh? What'd you just say? Just the tip. Uh, <laughs> or if there's anything, like, that you have found that works for you, let us know. 
um you can always leave us a review comment like subscribe all of those things and you can email us if you like want to keep it more anonymous goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com um as always you can keep up with us on social media instagram twitter and facebook and this is good girls behaving badly bringing you the good and the bad of every week